podcast today we're going to be talking one with mr phil lewis uh and we're going to be talking about dennis the menace uh it is a 1993 movie uh we're going to go over the details of the movie first uh and then we'll segue over to uh phil lewis our guest on the program today uh, a little bit of housekeeping we've got uh, housekeeping um housekeeping we've got um, some great podcasts for you to listen to. Uh, if you are into uh, Disney Plus and all the great things that are on that network, including uh, The Mandalorian, including Boba Fett, uh, there are also non-Star Wars things on there, uh, check out Disney Plus Reviews with uh, Phil and Grant. Uh, it's a great, great podcast. Uh, you will enjoy it. Um, I do a podcast with um, a couple people on my commute. It's called Interstate of Mind. Uh, Check that out. And then I want to plug a uh, great band uh, that I want to tell you about called The Broken Binding. And uh, my friend James uh, is in that band. Uh, Some other other folks that are friends of mine are in that band. But uh, they have a new album out called Through the Night. Uh, you need to check it out. It's available on Spotify. It's available on Apple Music. Everywhere you get your music, streaming or purchased, uh, you can listen to You can listen to it on YouTube right now. Through the Night uh, by The Broken Binding. If you're into kind of folk, um, I don't want to say country, but there's aspects of country there. There's aspects of bluegrass in it. Uh, there's just some really cool things going on there. It's a great album. It's their first full-length album, uh, and uh, it's great stuff. So check it out. The Broken Binding are also over on the Twitter, and they're on Facebook, they're on the Instagram, they're everywhere. So, The Broken Binding, Through the Night, new album, check it out. Uh, Without further ado, Dennis the Menace. Uh, 1993 movie, uh, Dennis the Menace, uh, starring Mason Gamble, uh, who plays Dennis the Menace. Mason Gamble has, uh, you know, had an acting career, but I don't think he's he's not a current actor. He's not acting any longer. but he has moved on to uh, other things. So he, uh, starring also in this movie, top billing on the movie, gets Christopher Lloyd, which is interesting, uh, who plays the main character, who plays the vagrant uh, guy that rides in on a train car. You also get uh, Joan Plowright uh, as Mrs. Wilson. You get uh, Leah Thompson. Uh, repri- not reprises. She is uh, Dennis's mom. Uh, Paul Win uh, Paul Winfield is in this movie. Uh, you have uh, Walter Matthau as well. So it's a good good stuff. Uh, you can't beat Walt- Walter Matthau in a movie. Uh, the guy is comedy gold. He's great. Uh, he is uh, a national treasure. Uh, he would have been seventy two in this movie when it when it was going. 
and he does a fine, fine job. Music by Jerry Goldsmith, uh, Nick Castle, who was best known as uh, Mike Myers uh, in the Halloween movies, and then John Hughes wrote the movie. Uh, when you can't go wrong with uh, John Hughes, so. Uh, June 25th, 1993 was the release date. Um, not a long movie, so when you rewatch it with your kids, which is family-friendly, you can easily watch this with your kids now, and it would be, it would be relatively funny. Uh, 1993, uh, so, sorry, 96 minutes uh, running time, uh, a budget of $35 million, and a box office of $117 million. So the thing made some money on Hollywood. You know, they never actually make money, if you ask them. But uh, here they are. So uh, this movie follows Dennis, uh, who is a local kid. He's a five-year-old. <laughs> it's amazing because he's riding around the neighborhood on his bike, and he's five. Uh, he has a slingshot in this movie. He has his bike. It's got the classic baseball cards in the spokes of the bike. It's click-clacking along down the street. He's got this little cute little bear in there. His friend Joey is available uh, as a comedy relief in the movie for kids. Margaret, uh, who pesters him and likes Dennis and wants to be here. Wants him to be her boyfriend is in this. And if you follow the comic strip or the old TV show, these are all characters from that, too. Uh, Dennis just wreaks havoc. Um, he, at one point, uh, tries uh, plays around with uh, Mr. Wilson's dentures. They break. He replaces them with chiclets. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Uh, Walter Matthau plays it up perfectly in the Garden uh, Club uh, picture. Uh, you've got uh, Christopher Lloyd playing some shtick comedy, some, uh, and he gets fed a whole can of uh, baked beans whenever, I believe Dennis runs away at this point because Mr. Wilson gets mad at him for ruining his big garden club thing with the uh, the big flowering uh, plant that only flowers once every 40 years or only oh, once, uh, once and then at midnight, <laughs> which is hilarious. And then um, Summer Floriganza is the is the big thing that he ruins uh, for Mr. Wilson. Um, Mrs. Wilson's great. They don't have any children. They play they play that up a little bit as far as just, you know, her want to be helpful to Dennis and then his desire not to have kids that passed. And so he's, you know, just a curmudgeon old man. He's the get-off-my-lawn guy. Uh, and he uh, they live in a nice, uh, nice little neighborhood. You know, the comic strip was always based in... Uh, Wichita, but they don't really bring up what town this is in this um, in this um, movie. Um, like I said, Christopher Lloyd is in this. He plays Switchblade Sam, which is this, like I said, vagrant guy. Real dirt. I remember being little, or really little. I remember being young when I first watched this movie and thinking how dirty and gross he looked. His teeth were all mangled and nasty. He just looked greasy. Uh, anyway, Switchblade Sam coming to town. And then um, you just have a lot of uh, shtick things that happen in this movie. Uh, Buzz from Home Alone is in this movie at one point. Um, one of the lady, one of the girls from uh, America Pie is in this movie. Uh, so it's kind of a it's a nice little treat to have some of these things. Uh, does uh, If you put this out today, would it be uh, well thought of? It would be Hallmark movie almost. I mean, it's a little more uh, Home Alone at times than a, than a Hallmark movie, but it's very... Uh, uh, it's like it was made in another era, and they did a good job of maybe presenting that era that Dennis the Menace came around in, 
And I kind of needed that. I think if you updated this and you said, all right, it's a Dennis Sabetas for a new era, and he's pranking people on, on you know, the internet, I don't think that would be as funny. And I also think it just wouldn't work. I mean, he's wearing uh, coverall, uh, overalls and uh, shooting a slingshot at people. I think he'd be, I mean, he would basically, I mean, maybe he's a, <laughs> some sort of terrorist activity with a kid that's coming to your house uh, doing all these things. So uh, th th I think the funniest bit is the uh, chicken, uh, he's barbecuing chicken, uh, Mr. Wilson is. And he, uh, Dennis the Menace, takes this paint, he's filled paint on the garage, and he takes this wet dry vac, this shop vac, and sucks all the paint up, hits reverse on it, which is an interesting function, and then um, proceeds to uh, blow this paintball up into the air. My son thought that was actually kind of funny. Uh, the night before we watched this, we watched Beethoven, and I would actually say that, you know, Beethoven holds up better. My wife was pretty adamant about, hey, let's watch Beethoven. And then tomorrow night we can watch Dennis Menace because I really wanted to watch Dennis Menace. And then, uh, but we watched Beethoven, and it definitely is a better movie than, than this movie. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to swing it over to uh, our guest for today. Uh, I had a little conversation here with uh, Mr. Phil Lewis, uh, and he uh, and I talked just briefly about Dennis Menace. So here it is. Enjoy. Thanks for tuning in and. I uh, hope you're uh, enjoying the show. Let me know and uh, tell a friend. And here he is, Mr. Phil Lewis on the Horrible Movie Podcast. See ya. Here he is. Well, what's going on today, Mr. Lewis? How are you? Uh, not much. Just uh, cleaning out my email and uh, cleaning off my desk. Uh, knocking off some uh, to-do lists. So I'm glad to, glad to take a break. Well, uh, thanks for coming on to the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, today, as you know, we're going to talk about Dennis the Menace. Yes, I was excited when you uh, selected this movie. Uh, I've, I've seen this several times. Okay, so tell me your... And talk about, uh, maybe not necessarily the movie, but what's your first recollection of Dennis the Menace? Was it the movie? Surely... There's an earlier, like a comic, comic uh, strips. There was an old 50s show. Did you remember any of these things? Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, my first recollection would have probably been a old TV show. Like you said, it's probably a 50s type uh, scenario. But then every single Sunday in the uh, newspaper, there would be a Dennis the Menace cartoon that, uh, you know, I would always spend five minutes reading those. And that was one I would always uh, enjoy reading because I had watched the 1950s show of Dennis the Menace, and uh, that was always fun. You know, the creator of Dennis the Menace is Hank Ketchum, no relation to country I, legend. I was going to say, did his Hal brother Ketchum. some uh, country and western music? <laughs> no. Oh, Hal wow. Ketchum and Hank are not related to that. I'm aware of. I say that. I mean, are you sure about that? No, I'm pretty sure. I'm just looking at him. I don't, maybe. Probably not, though. They're, I mean, they could be related distantly. Um, so I watched Dennis the Menace on Nick at Night in rerun in black and white. Okay. And I remember thinking how old it looked then. And that was like 50s. And then, uh, but I also, you know, the comic strip was always in, in the paper. The Springfield paper, the newsleader, had it in there. Okay, I, I was just watching Joplin Globe, and it was always in the Joplin Globe. So. Yeah, the, no. The West Plains Daily Quill is the West Plains paper. 
I believe it had that and Farside in it. Did you ever look at Farside? Yes. Yes, I did. So isn't it amazing that uh, this may not have been the best movie, but the actual show, Dennis the Menace, has stood the test of time throughout the comics and even up until this movie. You know, uh, uh, like you said, it's on the Horrible Movie Podcast for a reason because it's not great. But there is some uh, substance to this that uh, everyone uh, genuinely enjoys. We talked in the first segment about the comic strip and about the old TV show. Now we're talking, um, let's talk about this film. Uh, what's your, when you think of this film, what, what's your first thoughts? What's your first thing that comes to mind? Because for me, it's not Dennis the Menace. Well, you know, for me, it's as a parent. Uh, you uh, have been there. I've been there. My kids are a little older now, so it was a while back. But you want to take your kids to a movie. You want to rent a movie. You want to watch a movie that is friendly, safe. You know, there's no issues. Well, that is this movie. There's not going to be any uh, anything you don't want your kid to see in this movie. So from that standpoint, it's pretty good. Now, there's no way, shape, or form this movie compares to, you know, some of the good kids' movies that have, uh, you know, the, every single year you're going to watch Home Alone. It's not in that category in the least. Uh, this this one is kind of okay. I'll put up with it. The kids love it because there's some you know kid humor. There is some uh, honoriness. There is some I've made Mr. Wilson go crazy. So all in all, it's great for you know your target audience. It's probably what four to ten year old kids, boys, girls, those sort of things. But uh, that's probably where it ends. The adults will laugh a couple times, and that's about it. Um, I think of, uh, when I think of this movie, I think of Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau is Mr. Wilson. Well, and, and Walter Matthau in this movie is what you as an adult would hope brings some humor to it. And he tries um, but there's no way, shape, or form this platform allows him to be as funny as he was in, say, uh, Grumpy Old Men. You know, it's just not allowing himself to develop his character. It's just um, Walter Matthau does play the part well, as about as well as you can play it, but it's just not the same. What's interesting, this mo uh, Walter Matthau died in the year 2000, in the year 2000, Uh this movie came out in 93, so Walter Matthau would have been 72 years old in this film. And I felt like he was older than I mean, I know 72 to some would be like, well, that's pretty old. But for me, I, in my mind, 72 is not that old, but no, he seemed older. 72 is as 72 does. And I think they wanted him to be uh, an older uh, character in this and... And uh, he, he did play that well. At some points, you got some some uh, laughs because we've all been in that scenario where uh, there might be a young person with lots of energy. And, uh, man, as a 72-year-old, you're probably tired and would rather to fake being asleep than uh, deal with the rambunctious young man. That is accurate. The You know, I felt like this movie with some physical comedy out of the Mr. Wilson character might have been funnier, but again, Walter Matthau, 72, is not doing a slip-and-fall gag. <laughs> no, uh, no. There's only so many things he can do. I think that's why they brought um, the Christopher Lloyd character in. Do you remember the Christopher Lloyd character in this one? 
He's Go like ahead. a host. Tell us about He's, the Christopher Lloyd because that well, does help. Okay, so Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown, for those of you that remember a little-known movie called Back to the Future, um, Christopher Lloyd plays this like vagrant that literally rides into town on a uh, train car, like a uh, box car. Well, now, yeah, box car. And uh, he does some physical comedy things under the bridge at the toward the end of the movie, uh, where Dennis feeds him a whole can of beans, ties him up, uh, hooks him up to a train. And I think that maybe that role, the Christopher Lloyd role, was created to kind of get you the the physical comedy you needed. Um, anyway, there you go. Uh, hello, welcome back, guys, to the show here. Um, uh, we're going to wrap this up with Mr. Lewis in our final segment uh, with Mr. L- with Phil here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the high, some of the highlights of this movie. We've talked, you know, um, uh, you know, we've talked some some low light stuff, some negatives maybe. Uh, but let me talk. Let's talk a little bit about some of the highlights, the things that you remember the most. Uh, we talked before uh, about a few of them. Tell, tell us about a few things that you remember most from this movie, Mr. Lewis. Well, you know, the one that comes to mind immediately, there's several, but uh, uh, Dennis thinks that Mr. Wilson is sick, and so he goes into his bedroom and, uh, you know, sticks the flashlight in his nose. That was always good for a laugh. And then trying to, uh, you know, Dennis, with all his wisdom, uh, knows that the old, sick Mr. Wilson needs an aspirin. So, you know, just you can see this happening before it happens. But whenever he tries to open this bottle, this huge bottle of aspirin, and then all 500 aspirin fall on the ground. And then he picks one up and tries to, you know, dust it off, make sure it's good and clean. Uh, Then he tries to get this somehow in a snoring Mr. Wilson's mouth. It's pretty funny. But then he can't. So what would any, you know, five-year-old boy do then? Mr. Altamont, what would you do trying to help out Mr. Wilson? Well, if I were Dennis the Menace, I'd pull my slingshot out and I'd slingshot an aspirin into Mr. Wilson's mouth. That's exactly what Dennis the Menace would do and successfully did. So uh, that, I would say, was a, as a parent watching this thing develop, kind of humorous. I enjoyed it. Um, Like I said, not near the quality of, say, a Home Alone type stuff. But yeah, I could kind of enjoy that part. The thing I liked, uh, he goes into Mr. Wilson's bedroom while he's sleeping before the Garden Club uh, picture. Uh, He breaks his false teeth. Dennis breaks uh, Mr. Wilson's false teeth. He replaces the false teeth with two giant white chiclets for front, (laughs) front, two front teeth, which is hilarious. And then you mentioned something about um, the babysitter comes over, the boyfriend baby and babysitter are hanging around. Do you know who the boyfriend of the babysitter is in this movie? No. No, who is that? It's Buzz from Home Alone. Oh, okay. And then okay. the girl, the, the babysitter, is actually, she was in, I think she's in American Pie. Later this decade, she's in the movie American Pie. So, there so you go. So, did her career uh, uh, benefit Took off. From, this, from this movie? This oh, movie? yeah. You know what Buzz did, too. I mean, it was good for Buzz to be working. The guy... Uh, uh, he can't live on Home Alone forever. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's her. Yeah, that's her. She's the she's the uh, she's on American Pie. So it's Kevin Kevin Malone. Is that from uh, yeah from The Office. That's his favorite movie. Did you know it? 
I, I'm, I'm learning all sorts of stuff on your. He podcast. says that on the. He says that on the office a couple times. Well, there That's you my go. Favorite favorite my movies, American Pie. Maybe American office. Pie too, actually. But yeah. my office trivia is not very good. Well, um, I appreciate uh, this. Any last words on Dennis Smith? Did you know that Dennis in this movie, the little kid, and Dennis is supposed to be five years old. A- as a parent, does that make you change your mind a little bit about the parenting style of Dennis Menace's children yeah, or you, Dennis Menace's parents? You think there would be some more supervision uh, required, uh, Mr. Austin? <laughs> I think maybe in today's times there might be uh, – uh, you know, phone calls made about the, you know, lack of supervision uh, to authorities. So, well, yeah. Dennis is five running around the neighborhood on his bike with that wagon behind him. Five, like five years old. Insane. So whatever. Well, it's, it's a, it's a different world than it was long ago. Now, Mr. Ultimate, obviously this is a horrible movie podcast. So what might be a better movie that uh, parents would enjoy? Maybe that might be a step up. Uh, I've compared it to Home Alone, but what else in this genre have you experienced that would be better than this? So over Christmas break, we watched this movie as a family. The, 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 the night before that, we watched Beethoven. Okay. And Beethoven holds up. Beethoven's very funny. I mean, it's silly. Um, uh, Groden, what's his name? Uh I can't remember his first name. He's really funny. He does a good job. And then uh, Charles Grodin is his name. Charles Grodin does a really good job. Uh, but Beethoven, I would recommend that before I would recommend Dennis Simmons. Now, how about, it seems like on your podcast years ago, you had a Walt Disney show, uh, maybe the Yellowstone Cubs. Now, oh, yes. out in that, but you have animals, and then you have a script written around these animals, and these bears did some crazy things. Which one of those w- w- would you prefer, Dennis the Menace or some, you know, uh, Yellowstone Cubs? You know, I was a child star once, too. I was actually in the Goonies. Uh, and they always would tell us, uh, don't work with animals or children in the industry. And so it's two big no-nos to work with the Yellowstone Cubs and the Dennis the Menace. I'm going to say De- Dennis the Menace made more money than Yellowstone Cubs. How did this movie fare? Did it well? Honestly, really well. Um, let me go back here. Uh, it I would think it, it would because of the star power. I think anytime like, you get Walter Matthau involved in something, that Leah Thompson credibility. And Leah Thompson, you know, she was in also in Back to the Future along, uh, along with Christopher Lloyd. Um, $35 million dollar budget. Well, that's 100, great. One hundred and seventeen million dollar box office. Made lots of money on this. It made eighty thousand or eighty eighty thousand eighty million dollars allegedly. But well, in Hollywood, you know, they don't actually make money. Did you know that? They just go, yeah, we took a loss. Sorry. But at the same time, you know as well as I do, if you're a parent, and this is coming out on the movie theaters. Our kids are going to see that, and we're going to go. So that doesn't surprise yes. me at all. Good stuff. So, well, I will uh, let you go. Thanks for coming on. Uh, any uh, big predictions? Will your cow? Will your Cowboys uh, win the Super Bowl? I'm not sure they can get past the 49ers, but uh, one game at a time. How about you tonight? Uh, you think the national championship game is uh, Alabama or Georgia? I got to think it's Alabama. Uh, they're a good team. You know, the dog, they're an underdog right now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They've been under a couple times this year, and that didn't turn out well. So. That's just rat poison for Georgia right there. There you go. Underdog. You want to be the underdog. You want to fight from underneath. Make sure I fight harder. 
there you go all right buddy well have a great day thanks for coming on and uh don't uh, forget your slingshot when you leave the, the room because you may need to shoot an aspirin in someone's mouth you never know what you need an aspirin that's right all right we'll see, see you, you. Jack. Not-